the risks are there. It, it, it really depends on because AI can encompass so many different things. It could be AI can introduce physical risk as well, right? If uh, if you're talking about um, uh, uh, drones or if you're talking about uh, uh, surveillance on the street, uh, automatic surveillance on the street, that's that's also a different kind of risk than uh, chat GPT risk. Um, the kind of risk that you might be concerned about with chat GPT are uh, one, when you're you know, one, what data was used to train the models? Um, and was any of the data that you may not have exclusively given the rights to uh, a company to use for this purpose, was it used to, in the training data? Uh, and there is currently a lawsuit against uh, OpenAI regarding uh, the copyright of the information uh, that they trained on. Uh, that, uh, however, if they did train on, for example, citizen uh, EU citizens data uh, without their consent uh, for this purpose that does uh, raises raise concerns around the GDPR um, hopefully they put some constraints in place when they were training that removed the personal information uh, before doing so um, the second concern is if you are fine-tuning the model uh, for a particular purpose for within an organization for example with customer data uh, you do have to be concerned about what kind of access controls you have around the model uh, that if you are training it with personal data. So the same access controls that you had with the original data have to be in place for the model that was trained on that data because it can uh, spew out that personal information in production. And then the other privacy concern is when you are sending uh, your data to a third party uh, period, There is that's the same privacy concern that you'd have for uh, any scenario where you're sending the same kind of information you're sending to ChatGPT. Yeah. And I think the biggest concern from an individual perspective is most people, I mean, we in privacy are usually more aware of what's the risk, what's happening, who is getting the data. From a layman perspective, ChatGPT or any AI technology is so fascinating that they tend to use it and they don't realize what's the complexity and the risk behind it. For example, just if we take say zoom or teams or anything now these are offering and many other websites are offering let's transcribe your meeting mm -hmm. and what they do is they'll find the link okay punit and patricia are in that meeting and they are talking and they then what model punit's voice is this patricia's voice is this then i'm with somebody you are with someone else and then they keep that record and over time they are able to identify what's you and then what they do is they profile us profile us what's our background what are what's our ethnicity uh, how do we speak and then they make models saying this people coming from this more kind of background speak like this and then they train the ai to become more efficient and more accurate now from a perspective of improving that ai technology to do better transcription that's good but from the perspective of uh, generalizing that's also okay but if you're going to use it the next time I'm on another device and you're sharing that data and they recognize it's Punit or Patricia, that's not okay. Mm -hmm. And people don't realize because they see uh, most uh, businessmen who are entrepreneurs and who have to do the transcriptions, they say, oh, nice. I go to this app, pay nine euros a month. I can get as many transcriptions as possible. All my minutes are transcribed. All my meetings are transcribed. I have recorded evidence, written evidence, but that's where the risk is. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, 
yeah, the, the data sharing aspect of it from whether you're sharing models or whether you're sharing the raw data is definitely a concern. Yeah, and then if we go technical or contractual, where is that data going to who, to which country? And then it gets complex, but maybe let's not scare people with uh, all these risks because everyone, at least in our fields, knows it. The question is, there are two, uh, two broad entities who are impacted. One is the companies and they need to mitigate those risks. Mm -hmm. And the second is the individual. So let's take them one by one and see how can companies and individuals mitigate risk and starting with companies. So if I'm a company operating in any field, any industry, and of course I would love to use AI. I would love to use ChatGPT because it makes life simple. Mm -hmm. and nothing against technology, but how do I mitigate as a company or what measures do I put to mitigate these risks? Yeah, uh, there, there are a few. It really depends on, uh, of course, which models you're using, what services you're using. Uh, one, make sure that the services that you are using either deploy within your environment or deploy within a secure infrastructure. Two, if they are, if, even if they are deployed either within your environment or within a secure infrastructure, it's still uh, very good to limit the amount of personal information that you are sharing uh, with uh, the the service because you want to limit the uh, the the uh, extent to which that information is shared within the organization. Period. Uh, so there are methods for removing the personal information and still making these services very useful. And then, uh, in addition to that, um, make sure that you know the security is in place. There's no privacy without security. Make sure that there are, there are frequent security checks. Make sure that your your um, your scanner is a, your scanner for the services is a good uh, cybersecurity scanner. Um, and make sure that your your employees are properly trained uh, on the best ways to use AI. And I, I think there's still a big uh, question mark around how to measure risk. Um, there's a huge conversation going on about uh, what kind of risk should we even uh, consider for these systems. And we're just at the beginning of what that's going to look like. And eventually that'll likely make its way uh, towards legislation. Uh, but we can look at um, information from, uh, or, or um, we can look at regulations from uh, automated decision systems uh, from previous legislations that might say, uh, make sure that you are um, maintaining the right da uh, true data uh, that is actually reflective of reality. Um, make sure that you give the users a right to view what kind of data you're storing on them and correct any information uh, that they have. Uh, that kind of Those kinds of uh, indications can give guidance as to what organizations can do as well. And then as an individual, uh, Always look at the settings if you can. Uh, always see if you can remove the right for sharing your data with a third party. Um, always see if uh, there's uh, they're storing your data within their servers for how long they're storing the data for what purposes. Um, and one uh, good one good way of doing it is going to their privacy policy and control effing for data and seeing what shows up. Uh, you don't have to read through the entire thing. I think very well said. If you like this, find the full episode of Fit for Privacy podcast on iTunes or Spotify.